a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. A lot of late-breaking news for us to cover in the KMOX newsroom, and we've got it all for you in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Wednesday, October 18th. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top local story is a developing one. A fire broke out in an abandoned building at the corner of Davidson and Theodore in St. Louis City. KMOX's Sean Malone brings us the latest. Michael, I just spoke with Battalion Chief Scott Ron. He tells me that this is not the first time they've reported to this house because of a fire. He says they were here earlier in the spring, and that might have contributed to how the fire spread so quickly. Probably because of that, uh, the a lot of the... Uh, plaster and lath and everything was already pulled. We had a hole cut in the roof because of the previous fire, which all of that helps accelerate the, the speed of the fire throughout the whole building. As the witness report saying that there was an explosion they heard at this residence, Battalion Chief Ron says that's likely not the case because you would see the exterior walls pushed outward a little bit. And he said that a flashover, when the fire gets introduced to a new source of oxygen, be it another room, uh, that can sometimes sound like an explosion. So that's what he chalked that up to. On the scene, Sean Malone, KMOX News. We go out and we try to find, you know, the worst of the worst. And the latest deployment for Madison County's Cross River Crimes Task Force brought a flood of officers to Bethalto. Task Force Commander Nick Novosich on the results. In the operation, we conducted 76 traffic stops. We made five warrant arrests, made one arrest for unlawful use of a weapon. We seized approximately 20 grams of suspected methamphetamine and a small amount of suspected heroin fentanyl capsules. That was in a six-hour period. The Cross River Crimes Task Force combines data from automated license plate readers and saturation deployments to try to prevent crime from flowing across the Mississippi River. St. Louis County senior citizens are closer to getting a property tax break, but there's still one hurdle to clear. The measure needs the signature of County Executive Sam Page. County Councilman Mark Harder on KFDK says he thinks there'll be a backlash if Page doesn't give his approval. Yeah, it'd just be a really bad decision on his part if he vetoes this. The final tally was 4-2 to two with Shalonda Webb and Kelly Dunaway voting Voting no, Democrat Retta Days joined three Republicans to vote yes. The St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office is investing nearly a half million dollars in social services. Sarah Phillips, the pretrial services coordinator with the Circuit Attorney's Office, says the money will go toward programs for detainees who are released ahead of trial. We are now expanding those services to serve more people with uh, employment services, behavioral health services, and now we're adding housing for the first time because while we've been doing this program, we've noticed that the biggest lack now is housing. Phillips says they're hoping to see fewer people re-arrested when they're released pre-trial as a result of these programs. The FBI says it seized money and 17 fraudulent web domains, all part of a scheme to defraud U.S. and foreign businesses, evade sanctions, and fund North Korea's weapons program. FBI Special Agent Jay Greenberg says the Democratic People's Republic of Korea has flooded the global marketplace with ill-intentioned information technology workers to indirectly fund its ballistic missile program. The FBI filed seizure warrants. It's leading to the seizure of about a million and a half dollars and several web pages used by remote IT workers who are from North Korea and are using contracts here to raise money for North Korea's ballistic missile and weapons of mass destruction programs. Greenberg says the scheme has been operating for some time, but the investigation is continuing, and Greenberg adds companies hiring IT workers need to be aware of this. We're very confident in saying there are thousands and thousands of these North Korean IT workers in the market today. Maria Aquina, KMOX News. A Clark County man received a maximum sentence for creating child porn of the rape and torture of his own children. 36-year-old Mark Davis will serve 80 years behind bars for raping his under 
under 10-year-old daughter and his 11-month-old son. Lindsay Human, the older victim's mother, says this case being closed means her daughter and they can finally begin to look ahead. We can finally solely focus on the chapter of being able to heal and being able to move forward. One instance of each of the victim's rapes was captured on camera by Davis. Prosecutors described the case as one of the worst they have ever seen and described the material as hideous torture. If your child needs some extra help or needs a tutor, there's free help available through the library. Kristen Sorth with St. Louis County Library says BrainFuse is free online help daily for child, teen, and adult learners. She says they've also been adding more quiet study rooms at libraries. If we knew what we knew now, we would have put more study rooms in the first set of branches because the Clark Family Branch is opening next year and it has like 15 study rooms. I think all of our library branches could use more study rooms because they're so popular. Sorth says five branches offer snacks and meals for students after school. The KMOX business desk charter is ditching cable. The television and internet service provider which sells services under the Spectrum brand is going to direct new customers to a box that delivers television via streaming instead of traditional cable. TV Packages will cost the same. The box allows streaming services alongside live linear TV. Charter was a longtime St. Louis-based company until it moved headquarters to Connecticut in 2012. As the news continues on KMOX, a new update from the Cross River Crimes Task Force, which works across departments and uses technology to keep crime from coming across the bridge into Madison County, Illinois. The task force recently completed a special operation in Bethalto. Let's hear now from Commander Nick Novasic, who's also the police chief in Granite City, and first off, introducing us to what the task force does. Sure. Uh, the Cross River Crimes Task Force was founded in 2021 by then-Sheriff John Lakin and State's Attorney, Madison County State's Attorney Tom Hain. It was in response to a lot of crime coming back and forth across the bridges. We were having people coming over from Missouri that were uh, hitting us pretty hard and then heading back over to Missouri. We were getting into a lot of pursuits and just, you know, having a lot of issues and, and vice versa. You know, we've got people from Illinois that go across the river, and I'm sure Missouri's dealing with the same thing. But this was our response for the Illinois side. Uh, it functions not solely off of, but it does work with the LPR system, the license plate reader system, and uh, it uses various other technologies as well to help us uh, work crime coming back and forth across the bridge. We go out and we try to find, you know, the worst of the worst, people who are carrying guns, people who have warrants for murder, uh, as much dope as we can find, stolen vehicles. I mean, the, the things that you think of that would keep you up at night are the things we're out looking for and we're trying to stop them. So give us the scoop on what just happened in uh, Bethalto, and uh, you mentioned some of the different uh, crimes uh, that prompted the, the formation of this and that you focus on. Mm -hmm. uh, what were the concerns in Bethalto? What led you to go in there? Uh, we were notified that there is an influx of, of uh, drug activity and just, you know, thefts and things like that and burglaries, and they, they asked us, you know, hey, uh, if you guys could come out and help us with this, we'd really appreciate it. So we sent, like I said, the court team as well as the sheriff's enforcement team into there, and we worked together. In the operation, we conducted 76 traffic stops. We made five warrant arrests, made one arrest for unlawful use of a weapon. We seized approximately 20 grams of suspected methamphetamine and a small amount of suspected heroin fentanyl capsules. That was in a six-hour period. You know, we've heard a lot about uh, other parts of the region and different uh 
mechanisms of government having trouble working with each other. You think this is a good example that other parts of the region could learn from about how all all steps in the in the justice system can can work together and and really affect change? Well, I think this is an outstanding uh, example of it. And like I said before, when we have our large deployments, we can get upwards of 60 officers involved in that. And as I said, it goes everywhere from local law enforcement to state law enforcement to federal law enforcement agencies all coming together and, and, and targeting an area to try to make the citizens there feel as safe as possible. Also feels like this is really proactive as opposed to reactive. Uh, was that an intentional part of this? We, we want to get in there as this is happening or, or before it becomes a major problem instead of coming in uh, after the fact and trying to find them? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's always better to get it before it happens and, and instead of trying to clean up the mess afterwards. And like I said, our whole purpose in this universe is to make all the citizens of Madison County feel safe. And I think that by getting out there and getting ahead of the crime, I think we're doing a good job for that. Any trends that you're looking at? Well, I mean, stolen vehicles are always a big challenge for us. And uh, we, we seem to get in influxes of that. One thing that uh, we have found since the formation of the Cross River Crimes Task Force is that stolen vehicles have gone down significantly. You know, so stolen vehicles in Massa County continue to trend downward where it keeps going up elsewhere. And we feel like that the Cross River Crimes Task Force is not solely responsible, but is playing a huge part in that. We just heard from the Brentwood police chief about the increasing firepower that suspects and criminals have, but also their willingness to inflict harm on others when, when there would have been hesitation in years past, the increasing frequency of chases and people just willing to, um, you know, throw caution out the window. Are you seeing that? Are, are the criminals that you're, you're taking aim at, are they more dangerous than they've been in the past or more, more brazen, I guess? Well, I'd say they're more dangerous because it seems like everybody has a gun now. And like you said, they are all willing to run. They didn't, you know, they used to pull over for us. We would able, we would be able to do our investigation, do what we need to do. But it, it seems like the trend is more common that they try to run, especially across the bridge on us. That's Commander Nick Novosich of the Cross River Crimes Task Force in Madison County, Illinois. It is Missouri Day, so KMOX's Stuart McMillan took to the streets of St. Louis to find out the true pronunciation of our name. Now there's some people that say Missouri. No, St. Louis, Missouri. I don't know why they say that. You don't know. They put an R-A-H on the end. Mm -hmm. Why did they do that? I guess they're not from Missouri. <laughs> What about Missouri? No. Yeah. Why not? Anybody say Missouri? I. It's just not my uh, culture. The whole Missouri thing. This. They think this like a redneck thing or something. <laughs> I say Missouri. Missouri. Not, yeah. Yeah. Missouri, not Missouri. Thank you for joining us. I'm Michael Calhoun. You can subscribe and get your news on demand on any of your favorite podcast apps.